Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's Primetime 99, Alex Stein, podcasting from his bed. Not because I don't necessarily feel good, but because I actually feel freaking terrible. But I'm not terribly sick because of my health. I'm sick and tired of what's going on in the entire world right now. It's absolutely ridiculous. If you really look at what's going on in society right now, Joe Biden is considering putting in a vaccine mandate for domestic travel. And the reason why this is so important, because once they mandate it for that, so many other people, so many idiots that want to go to Orlando, Florida to go to Disneyland or want to go to New Orleans or wherever they lost Vegas to go lose their entire life savings, they're going to get vaccinated, which is whatever. At this point, if you want to get vaccinated, go ahead. That is your uh, free will. But the problem is... I should be able to have a choice in the matter. I should be able to live my life and travel domestically within state to state without having some sort of procedure medically. But at the end of the day, you can look at one positive thing that maybe it will create a system in airports and planes for people that have federally accepted medical exemptions. So once you do that, then I guess that people that are, you know, free thinkers know what's going on. I guess we'll have a legal way to present ourselves in order to travel, you know, to show our papers. But the sick part is part of it is it doesn't matter which side you are or on, whether you're vaccinated or not, you're still going to have to show proof of something. And that's the world we live in is a technocracy where they're using technology to lock us up in a digital prison to create borders within the smallest boundaries. Like, they literally want to lock you out of bars. They want to lock you out of restaurants. They want to lock you out of bodegas. Because you don't have an experimental thing in your body. I don't even know what I can say because the censorship's so real, but you know what I mean. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, and, and this is coming from a guy that's podcasting from his bed. So you know that I'm a professional when it comes to speaking sense, but at the same time, it's not always like about mother freaking making sense, dude. The world's never gonna make sense. Like if we keep on trying to make sense of the world, we're gonna go insane. Like that's what an insane person is, is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. And sadly, that's where we're at is we're not gonna get many different results because everybody that's running the show is an idiot. And the older I get, the more I realize that. So people are so easily manipulated through propaganda and they feel like through trauma-based mind control, the government can basically make human beings do whatever they want. And then on top of that, you know, well, what's even worse than that is the manipulation is that people like it. People like being manipulated. People love what's going on. People are so happy that mandates are affecting other people's lives because then it makes them feel like they're in a special club that other people are not in. Because really, at the end of the day, everybody's a loser that's... I mean, everybody has insecurities, including myself. So they all want to be part of a group so I guess they feel less insecure. So when they feel like they're on a group and they're on the mandate side, they feel like they're on the winning team because the government's on their side. What they don't realize is the government is evil. The government doesn't have our back. The government is terrible, but... You'll never convince these people of that. 
because they're so brainwashed with cognitive dissonance, they're always going to think that the government has their back, which is the farthest thing from the truth because the government never going to have our back. Never going to have our back. That's just not how it works. I mean, I'm not the first person to podcast from their bed, but what I am is I'm a plant-based pimp in bed trying to wake some people up, and I know this is a weird method of distributing truth, but people are like, oh, you don't talk about truth enough. Well, I mean, I don't even know if we can wake people up. Because how am I supposed to compete with a legacy media when it comes to being able to run marketing campaigns to convince people of what's really going on? I'm never going to win. The big guys got all the pull. They got all the power, okay? So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to wake up people incrementally, if I can even say that, incrementally, one, two, three, four people you know, at a time. Because I don't have a huge fan base. I got, I got a few people that support me for sure, and I appreciate that with all my heart and soul. But at the same time, I don't get to make a tweet and it has, you know, creates some sort of viral mega campaign of truth. I don't get to do that. So I have to do it more of a grassroots roots campaign, which is fine because I don't mind waking people up like that individually. That's almost better because when you're trying to create content that quote unquote wakes people up, there's so much stuff out there. You almost get lost in it if you're not motivated to look into it yourself. What I'm trying to say is there's not a Cliff Notes version of government tyranny or, you know, world globalization. I mean, really and truly, you can watch a documentary for an hour or two and get the gist of it, but you're not going to really understand that history has never been kind to the people that sit and do nothing. Like... We're the people that are going to get just mowed over, and that's what's happening right now. The destabilization of America through, you know, corporate oligarchies like that are multinational corporations, so they don't necessarily care about the well-being of America. As a matter of fact, they would like to destabilize America if it gave them more power in the Middle East, if it gave them more power in China, if they were able to make rules where they can make more money by using cheap slave labor in China and then paying politicians in America to okay the outsourcing of the labor and give them tax breaks, thus destabilizing the American workforce while profiting these multinational corporations. That happens every day, nonstop. I mean, a private citizen has no power, but Nabisco Cookies has all the power in the world. They can write a check. They have access. We don't. And that's the problem, is these corporations are the only ones that truly have access and power and are able to steer the collective consciousness of the politicians that write the legislation that is currently making our lives terrible. And the sad thing is, like, everybody, I keep on joining to have this fantasy that 2022 is going to be better than 2021. But if you really, really think about it, what indication do we have of that? Zilch. We have no indication of that. I mean, if you really think about it, it's looking more like 2022 is going to be worse than 2021. If that's even possible at this point. know is this I don't know much that's all I know but I'm figuring things out slowly but surely because I have been awake to what's going on this entire time but now what I'm seeing is really we're at the precipice of more lockdowns more rules more mandates and the propaganda machine is winning right now 
Are the numbers that they tell us correct? I don't know way, but are the are the tactics they're using effective? Heck yes, dude. I mean, at the what is it, the Raiders game in Las Vegas? They have a vaccine clinic. You have to be vaccinated. And they have a vaccine clinic outside the game. They're vaccinating like thousands of people or something like that. I mean, that's what they tell us. Is that number real? I don't know, but. When you're willing to take that just to go see a bunch of 20-year-old kids throw around, uh, you know, pigskin, you don't care about yourself, and you basically sold your soul to the to the power of the people for the better good of the people, and that's how they get us, guys. They tell us everything's for the better good. This is for the better good of society. It's for the betterment. Do your part. It's all about doing your part. I don't see them doing anything. Gavin Newsom's at French Laundry, no mask. I mean, we're still talking about that two years later, but they don't, it's rules for thee, but not for me. And they know that. And that's what they do is they put us in this hammer lock. They put us in this like box because that's the only way that they can govern us. And that's all the government is, is a people management system. So they keep us separated and divided right down the middle through the mainstream media you know like joe rogan said the mask is the liberals maga hat it's their version of the maga hat is the mask so you just have to look at what's happening and you just see the division is so strong that it can't it's not organic it's not natural naturally we don't hate each other naturally we're pretty nice to each other at the grocery store and whatnot but once you start talking politics, once you start talking about, you know, medical mandates, dude, the lines get divided really quick. And that's like another tweet I read. When you ask somebody if they've been vaccinated, you're not really asking them that. You're asking them if they're on your team or if they're on the other team. And that's what this has turned into. Us versus them, them versus us. But, but we're not going after the actual villain. We're going after each other when there's the real bad guy is laughing at us. And both sides fall into it. the Republicans and the Democrats. There's no, there's no difference. They're all you know, crooked as a dog's hind leg. They will all be bought and sold just to keep their political seat. They will sell their soul in two seconds. And we know that because it's been proven. These politicians have, they give us a lot of lip service. You know what I mean? And money talks, bullshit walks. And that's the thing is, they give us all this, oh, we're gonna fix this, we're gonna fix the system. Oh, this is about infrastructure. Oh, this is about creating a diverse society where everybody can succeed. We're leveling the playing field. All that sounds great, but that's not really what they're doing. They're destabilizing this country by making people resentful towards each other because people are getting uh, handouts and people aren't getting handouts. You know, people are, are on this side of the aisle and people are on the other side of the aisle. Like, it's done on purpose. There's a reason why it's not true um, socialism now because they don't want it to be. You know, that's that's like the goal. The goal is the globalization, the one, the one world order, the, you know, basically you work and do your bare minimum and the government will do the bare minimum to cover you on the back end, thus giving you enough to just barely eke by. That's basically what they want to do. And they're tricking people into thinking that's a good idea because they're making it now where a young person can't even afford to buy a house, including myself. You know, it makes it so difficult 
for young people to even invest in the future. So you see, I guess the boomers, you know, hold a, a huge portion of the wealth. And so people aren't going to get houses unless, you know, they get it from their parents. And if they have multiple kids and they have to sell the house. So what I'm saying is the people that are in, that have a lot of the wealth, not just the 1%, but I'm talking about the middle class too, are older. The younger people don't have money and it's done on purpose in order to encourage a socialistic atmosphere where it's all about for the better good and the government say, oh, it's good. You'll get two free vacations a year for, you know, for uh, two, four night uh, or five day vacations a year. You get to go to whatever, Mexico or Florida. And people are like, oh, it's worth it. I'm going to work my job as a typer all day or as a, you know, a telecommunications specialist for AT&T. I'm going to sit in this booth under this white light for hours on end, pressing buttons, do, doing menial work that only supports the system, and I get no happiness from it, but at least I get two vacations a year. And I got my Netflix account. That's what they make you think is all you need. And you really and truly humans don't need that much. We don't need that much. I don't need that much. You don't need that much. Uh, we have so much clutter. I mean, look at my house. I'm in bed. I got clutter. I got too many pillows. I mean... But not having enough, barely eking by, that's like, that's how my mom lived. And that's how I lived too, you know, I'm very frugal. And it's hard, and I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, living that life of constantly being worried and constantly in the debt race, the rat race, takes a, whole, takes a toll on your mental and physical and spiritual well-being. It truly does. And that sounds like hee-hee or fee-shee or whatever you want to call it, foo-foo. But that stress has been known to cause cancers, cause all kinds of diseases. Because it creates a hormonal imbalance because when you're constantly under stress, your body releases cortisol. And that cortisol is a stress hormone and your actual body gets addicted to that release. So there's not really many outlets that we can actually release the stress that we have. Um, because we're constantly under it. Because every day it's a new bill. Every day it's a new problem. Every day it's a new thing on the TV. It's a new variant. It's just, we can never catch up. And as soon as we ever feel like we've caught up, and this is me speaking in my opinion, but I'm sure there's other people like it because I know family members are like that. You know, as soon as you catch up, then the check engine light comes on. And that's a metaphor. Like then something always comes out, comes out of the blue when you're doing good to kind of knock you back down. And that's life because life is like a roller coaster of ups and downs. And it shouldn't be. We shouldn't have a roller coaster style life. I hate that my life is like that. I hate that my life is up and down and I'm emotional and I'm sad. And sometimes I'm so happy because I do this thing. And then I got to come back to reality because, like, bam, this terrible thing happens, whatever it is, A, B, C, or D. Well, you know, it's a different thing every week. But it's like that reality check. It's just, you know, life is not easy. And you were not promised a rose garden. But that's what the problem with society is. Everybody wants to be uh, treated with kid gloves. They want to be treated like children. And the young people like myself are stuck in a state of arrested development because we don't have the financial means to even start a family and take responsibility to start having kids, the majority of people. So that's a maturity uh, you know, stunter. The financial part, the aspect that there are a lot of young people are in debt. 
I mean, somebody my age, I've lived through so many crazy things. The Bill Clinton impeachment, you know, 9-11. I mean, everything that's going on with this virus. And I'm not saying other people didn't live crazier things, but just like my whole entire life, there's been something with the government that I'm like, what? Bill Clinton's in the White House doing what, Mom? What? Explain what is a, like, what is a blowjob, you know? Like, learning that as a kid from the president getting that done to him in the Oval Office and having your parent explain to you that he didn't necessarily have sexual intercourse. What they did was a form of intercourse that wasn't pinned. You're not supposed to have that conversations with your kid. And the catalyst to start that conversation shouldn't be the President of the United States getting caught, getting BJ's in the Oval Office. But that got swept under the rug. He didn't even get fully impeached. He didn't even lose his, he just lost his bar card, I believe. His, his legal license. Law license. And then, I mean, you can just fast forward to all the crazy stuff Then in between that was Y2K. That was nuts, dude. They would have thought, if you watched into a Best Buy store, there were stickers on everything. Oh, banners, watch out. You know, turn off your electronics, unplug stuff. In Y2K, everything's going to go back to zero and all the nuclear missiles are going to accidentally explode and all the real estate holdings and all the filings, you know, might get messed up. You might lose your house property indeed and all the... I mean, they're just coming up with every kind of live bullcrap for Y2K. None of that happened. I mean, it was so uneventful. And because that was uneventful, right after that, they did 9-11. And then 9-11, they had to just keep you, keep you keep on us about the weapons of mass destruction. Then they had to go destabilize the Middle East. And now we're just getting out of that. And you notice, we just got out and withdrew from Afghanistan after COVID started. It's one operation to the next. And that is what's causing all of our problems in society is people cannot see the social engineers that are causing us to live a life of pure fear. I mean, pure, uh, uh, you know, we're all insecure. And, and that's normal to have insecurities, but like we're all insecure of like how to even operate in a society that is so sensitive and politically correct or at least wants to be when nobody's really politically correct behind closed doors I mean people when they talk to their husbands and wives they don't and I'm not saying you need to go around and, and people are saying like racist stuff behind closed doors but the way we talk to our friends is not how we talk to normal people on the street and that's because we all are victims of trying to be politically correct trying to say the right thing without hurting anybody's feelings but we gotta stop doing that because we're only hurting our own feelings when we do that or we're hurting the collective feelings of society by not realizing like hey you're a boy that swam on the boys swim team at University of Pennsylvania you took gender reassignment uh, pills for one year and now you're competing against the girls somebody should be a little rude and say this shouldn't happen but no as a matter of fact Title IX, they're creating way more rules to protect trans athletes because we don't want to be rude. So how is it not rude to the girl that finishes second place that worked her whole entire life to get to that moment to be beaten by somebody who just reassigned their gender less than a year ago? How is it not rude to that person? And we'll be rude all day long. People want to act like they don't want to be rude. I mean, people will tell you, you know, put up your mask and blah, 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 blah. I mean, people will be rude in two seconds, but they'll only be rude if they feel like they're in the right. 
They'll only be rude if they feel like, oh, they can be rude and they can shame you. And that's what's happening is we're living in a society that's incredibly rude to each other. I mean, people are going to be watching this video and there's going to be hate comments on that, which I understand I'm doing a podcast from my bed. Uh, <laughs> I'd be pissed off too. It's probably not a very favorable angle. And listen, you know who's been under here the whole time? Ginger! Ginger, come here. Come here, Ginger. Everybody's rude to each other. Nobody has any sort of, like feeling of camaraderie, uh, that's not even the right word. Nobody feels like a team member, and if they do, they feel like a team member of two separate teams that are split totally down the middle. And because of that, it makes our society a group of people that think that they are either on the winning side or the losing side. And that is what's making people go crazy. That's what's making people dig in and double down even when they're wrong. And I see this on the same people that are the truthers. Like, there's stuff that I was wrong about. Like, I, I wasn't necessarily 100% wrong, but what I'm trying to say is there's things that I'm learning new every day. And I feel like I have the ability to admit that I learn something new every day. But people on the left and the right are so dug in sometimes. We're never going to be able to meet in the middle and get things situated in a way that doesn't make the government create a bunch of mandates that make our lives absolutely miserable. It's the agent provocateur. It's exactly what happens. The government does this all the time. I mean, it's like they're going to pit us against each other. So they're going to make all the people on the left think that they're the ones that are sick and getting hurt because of the actions on the right when in reality that's not true they're gaslighting they're gaslighting the right they're gaslighting all of us and to make us think that we're the problem or that we're like these germ infested uh, sick human beings that are just constantly going around you know infecting each other which is just a sad and bleak look of society and I really wish it was totally different but I don't think it's going to get necessarily uh, the picture is going to get any clearer unless we actually expose some sort of government corruption that wakes up the majority of people but even if you told everybody oh this whole thing has been you know a scam and you know yada 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 they would turn on the TV and whatever the new government takes over, whoever is considered, whoever the collective consciousness, whoever the group says, uh, thinks the leader is, they'll still agree with that leader even if the new leader is an idiot. Because people don't want to think for themselves. They just want to freaking live and let live and just not have any like responsibility with changing the world for the better. And I'm not saying that we all individually can change the world for the better. So. You know, it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself, I guess, to try to change the world for the better. But I'm saying we still should try to do better for ourselves, for our small world that we live in. Because by giving our life away, you know, we, we trade all of our freedom for the guise of safety with the government. We give them access to, like, everything that we have in the Patriot Act 1.0 so that they say they can protect us from terrorism. When now, in 2022, it's about to be, and we are the new terrorists. The person speaking out against the legacy media, if you literally go against the mainstream agenda, you are considered a domestic terrorist. If you don't agree 100% with exactly what the collective scientists say, 
you're a domestic terrorist. If you don't 100% believe in the science, but also accept that there's 57 genders, you are a terrorist. It's hard, dude. It's very nuanced. They want to say science, science, science. But they also say we have 75 different genders. Where's the science on that? I, I'm yet to see that, but it's because it doesn't exist. And they use words like science to make people feel dumb and to make people submit and to exploit people's fear. And it works. And I'm looking at my neighbors, my brothers, my sisters, and I'm seeing people getting hurt. I've been affected by what's happening, what's going around. Individually losing my mother, I couldn't have any bigger of a loss in my opinion. But I still don't feel any different about what's going on in the world that we got to come together and that we got to stop letting these multinational corporations run the world and take away any sort of soul from the nation. I mean, we sold out around World War II, the government did. You know, there was a time in America where the government probably did have your best interest or at least wanted to have your best interest or at least wanted to do good. But we're far past that now. So now we're at the point of, of around World War II when we took in, you know, Operation Paperclip, we took in all of the top German, you know, basically uh, intelligence agents and just installed them in the United States, thus bringing in more globalization because that's what they want. If you want anybody that wants one ruler to rule at all, that's globalization and that doesn't work. Because we're too many different cultures, we're too many different, too many different groups of people with individual wants for us to have one government or one ruler. But that's what they want. They want the one ruler. It's literally out of Genesis chapter 11 verse 9, the Tower of Babel. They want to build this kingdom to heaven to kill God and so they feel like if they have us all speaking one language one currency then at that point we are Satan's army and that army is pitted against God so it's what they're doing now we're literally in a, a battle versus good and evil with satanic implications that want to use you and me to just chew us up and spit us out. In order to harvest our vibrational energy in a ritualistic manner. Like, I know everything I just said sounds insane, but that's like literally what's going on. They want to keep us in this low vibrational state in a constant state of fear so that they can control us and that they can keep us manipulated the entire time because once you're in that low vibrational state it's hard to wake up it's hard to actually find motivation it's hard to find energy because you're so broken down and beaten it's like a battered and abused relationship it's hard to go find a new husband when you got black eyes and you know bruises all over your face and that's what's happening with us is we're so beaten down we can't even fight back anymore hardly and that's, that's like one of the biggest problems is we've lost our toughness. You know, we're not mentally tough, we're not physically tough, we're not emotionally tough. 
We're not financial. We live in a society where people love what's going on. People love the turmoil. They feed off the negative vibrational energy, just like the evil social engineers that are creating it. So you have to be conscious not to be a leech off that negative vibrational energy. And we all catch ourselves feeding off it. It's like when you drive by a car crash, you kind of look at it. It kind of makes you feel good that you're not in that car crash and that your car is all together and that, you know, your life's okay no matter how bad it is. You have perspective at that moment to realize, well, I'm in better shape than that guy that's mangled up in that car. But that's low vibrational energy. You're feeling better because you're seeing somebody else suffering worse than you. That's what we cannot do. We cannot get joy from the suffrage of others and that's what's happening people are actually enjoying this greatly the suffrage of others people love that people are being excluded from things while they're allowed access to it it's exclusive so when you look at the mandates for domestic air travel it's it's already the beginning of the end but that's the end that's either the make or break point where people are going to wake up and say hey this is unbelievable and because it's going to put stress on the companies, on the multinational corporations, all the airlines. But the sad thing is they can just get bailed out. But if those mandates, other countries copy that, and other poor countries that aren't able to bail out their airlines, they're going to go under, thus making American airlines, making these powerful airline companies that are able to get subsidized by these powerful governments, even more powerful. It's all a scam. They want to take out the small businessman, and they want to take out the mid-range businessman, and they want to take out the large businessman if it's a competitor to the top dog. Because these are soulless corporations that don't have empathy. They don't have the ability to feel sorry for the people that they kill. They don't. For the companies that they you know, rape and pillage, they don't care. As a matter of fact, they want that. They want more money. They want more power. That's what these companies feed off of. So until we can take back our country from these multinational corporations, they're going to keep dividing us into two teams that tear each other apart until there's nobody left. And let me tell you something. I want to be left, dude. I got my dog. I got a crap ton of cats. I don't want to lose this world or this life over a bunch of bullcrap. So we got to recognize... Don't let them divide us. Don't let them break us down. With every single mandate that happens and every single person that brings some sort of happy feeling from those mandates are the people that's going to encourage them to keep happening and to only become more invasive. So be careful, guys. Everybody, I mean, word to the wise, we have to be careful that we have to be civilly disobedient in a way that does not get us in trouble. Because we have to function in society. But at the same time, we cannot lay down and be a pillow that they can just rest their head on knowing that they can flip us, flop us. They control us every which way. We have to get strong and hard like a rock. We have to be something that they social engineers can't sleep on. Because you see Primetime 99, I'm sleeping all day. I'm the pimp on a blimp. Eating tofu, not shrimp. So, the time is now. It's getting incredibly, incredibly tense. And the make or break moment is happening now. So, all I can tell you to do 
is to love one another and to not fall victim to any of the traps that they're going to set up. Because they are coming and they're going to be very slippery, slippery slopes. And once you trip and fall, you're going to slide all the way down to the bottom. There's going to be nothing to catch your fall. So, head on a swivel, mind, heart in the right place, and do not become a victim of the trauma-based mind control that they are constantly feeding you and I on a daily basis. Rise above that low vibrational energy and become a positive spiritual being that knows that you cannot be messed with and that the only person that can stop you is you. The only person that can truly control your actions and control your feelings and control your emotions is you. So take back the power, take back the control of your life. And once you do, it's beautiful. It gives you joy. It gives you a sense of purpose. And that purpose will bring you happiness. It's, it sounds easy. It's a lot of work, but it's possible. This is Primetime 99 uh, saying goodbye from uh, In Bed Podcast, the Primetime 99 way. Good night. <laughs>